Salutations! Salutations! Yeah! And welcome to the 36th episode of the In the House podcast, the official podcast of Scouse's House Supporters Group, which is an official supporters group of Louisville City Football Club. The most official. Super official. Of all time. And I am officially your host, Evan Floyd. Mm -hmm. I'm really, really, I think geeked is the appropriate word tonight. I'm geeked to be here. Uh, Andy hosting as per usual. This is this is a big night show. Yeah. Big time, big night Some show. stuff has happened. Yeah. Things have occurred since last we spoke. Yeah. And those things include playoff wins. Those things include uh, rivals going down to defeat. Those things, those things include goals, and it's just been it's been a really good week since last we spoke, and so uh, I think I need to talk about it. And in order to talk about it, I've got to have somebody to talk about it with. And for that, I'm going to welcome in my partner, who tonight is coming to you live from inside a bank vault. In Cozumel, Mexico, Andy Frederick, ladies thank and gentlemen. You. Andy, thank, thank you. But be quiet, because they don't know I'm here. Oh, I was really curious about what your exit strategy was going to be. Well, so I was proud of myself for getting into the bank vault, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. they shut it. Sure, yeah, they do that. And so now I'm questioning how much like oxygen I still have in here. Yeah, how good of a bank vault is this? We should be good for this, for the podcast. Right. Like we sh- I should have plenty of oxygen for this. That's After all that, I care about. Beyond that, you're on your own. It's good to know that you have a way to contact the outside world, though. I mean, I'm not coming down there to help, but okay. you know, I'm Somebody rooting for you. I mean, probably. Andy, were you, at you, were you at the game on Saturday? I was. Were you standing next to me? I was. Okay, well then I should have remembered huge. that. Uh, what did you think? I mean, what can you say? I'll take another Eastern Conference Final. Another, another Eastern one. Conference Final. The fourth one in four years. Yeah. That, it, it doesn't really get better than that. Yeah. That's consistency. Yeah. Man, I really feel like you're just going to say yeah, yeah over and over. Okay, as yeah. long as I know where we're at. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then I really... we got to get into it, though. I don't want to, like... No, we got to get into You're fine, but it. if you're just going to say yeah, I feel like we're going to need some other sensibility in here. We're going to need someone else to help shoulder the burden that is talking about the last game and the next game. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> and Great. we fortunately have someone for just that. We are joined tonight... By Louisville City front office ticket salesperson, saleswoman, salesman. Sure. You have yeah. a prefer- preferred nomenclature? My official title is account executive. Account oh, executive. That's way better. <laughs> no, like, I've no never worries. been an executive of anything. No, I was in an executive bathroom once, but I was just lost. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, we have Lee, ne- Lee Nevis here tonight. Lee, thanks so much for coming into the house. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be here. You are, and I think that this bears mentioning. Yeah. After our wives and Anna O'Connell, mm-hmm. you are the first woman guest that we've had on the program. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I don't know what that says about us, though. Yeah, terrible things. Dang, y'all. <laughs> it, it says <laughs> like, terrible. Yeah, like, it's 2018, and you're the first woman besides our significant others that and wives that we've had. Like now, some of that is. Poor scheduling. We've attempted to book other women. It's not like that's just the only... This is not the first time we've tried. Right. But uh, even so, 36 weeks, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. And I think that uh, it's about damn time and Lee's going to help us carry the show tonight. Awesome. Again, no pressure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, uh, just don't be boring <laughs> and you'll be fine. Awesome. <laughs> Avoid Perfect. the boring. Got it. 
Got it. Um, <laughs> although, really, you can be boring and be on the show. I, I'm on the show every week. So, uh, Lee, the first thing that we do for this program is we toss a coin because we need to t- know if we're going to look forward or look backward. Awesome. And uh, so we happen to have a coin right here for you. If you could please do us the honor. This is like Beautiful. the fourth official Scouse's house. There have been several official quarters at this point. Awesome. No pressure. What is this? Oh, this is a quarter the... yeah. of the Blue Ridge Parkway. Here Blue we go. Blue Ridge Parkway. Didn't know they had Black not thing. states. Oh, here we go. That's right. perfectly adequate, and it's a hit. <laughs> so that means we get to talk about the Eastern Conference Final. Again. This is the fourth Eastern Conference Final in team history. This is the third consecutive Eastern Conference Final that's going to be played against New York Red Bulls 2, the Baby Bulls, mm-hmm. the Sugar Free Red Bulls, mm-hmm. the NYRBII. Just a lot of really bad initials. And I'm really excited about it. I think this is this has all the makings of a really fun game. It's like fate. Yeah. It has all the makings of a really fun game. Now, Lee, do you... I have heard, because you have been on other lesser podcasts, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, I would never. I would never. And, and Taylor, I love you. Um, the... Uh, I have heard you say, though, that you frequently don't get to watch full games. Is that accurate? That is accurate. Why? That is accurate. So I, being in the ticketing staff, we like we don't have you know staff that works at Slugger. Like, we are the ones that have to staff every mm-hmm. game. So, like, ticket booths and will call and all that stuff, it's us. It's, like, the front office working it. So I usually get out by, like, the 35th minute. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, okay. an expert of the second half. You're <laughs> really good at second half games. Really good at that. What about a little TV in your so we try to. I mean, I always have like Twitter like pulled up like on my phone secretly. Mm. Dave, you didn't hear that. Um, and so, but it's just like I mean, there's so many people like you're talking like, right. the whole time, like helping people out. So I can't really. Right. We can't fault attention. you for being helpful. Thank or, you. Or for doing your job. 100%. I mean, those are two things that I really I can't what, fault a person. Every five minutes, we'll send Evan out. Okay. To let you know how it's going. Yeah. yeah. Genius. I'm, I'm famous Genius. for being willing to leave my spot pretty much just whenever. <laughs> I, I don't feel any compunction to be standing in exactly the same spot wearing exactly the same clothes next to exactly the same people for <laughs> every single game. I would be happy to do that. Cool. It's not going to yeah, be. No it's, pressure. It'll, it'll, it'll be fine. Okay. Cool. Um, so with that being said, mm-hmm. the home game against New York Red Bulls this year, uh, you didn't get to catch... A whole ton of it is what you're saying. No, I did not. All right. Well, that's fine because the home game sucked. Yeah. yeah. The away game, on the other hand, yes. was a hoot. Yeah. This was this was perhaps the highest scoring game in the history of soccer. Uh, that was. It I don't was. Think that's true. You don't think that's true? <laughs> I don't can, think that's true. Can you name a higher scoring one? No. Well, then you wouldn't know. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about it that that was not in mm. fact the highest scoring game. In- in soccer, You're, like it, it was. ever, in but soccer? it was it was a right. six to four victory. Uh, I think that the thing to remember about New York Red Bulls is that historically they are an excellent offensive team yeah. and a adequate to subadequate defensive team, and that has always seemed to be true of them each year. And yet, uh, in their game that they played to advance to this level in the tournament. They held the other highest scoring team mm-hmm. in the league, who will not be named yet. I'm saving that. I want to save the big reveal on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they held them to only one. They held them to zero goals, a shutout, a clean sheet over 90, 
eight minutes of soccer and uh, only scored one themselves. It was a different brand of soccer than we're used to seeing from uh, in just the Red Bulls, too. Mm-hmm. I hate having to say two at the end of it. It just feels so unnatural. You can say Red Bulls for the sake of the people who listen to this. I feel like we can just get right. away saying Red Bulls, right? You think? People yeah. won't be confused. And if they are, like, you know, they can Google it. They'll figure it out. Like no one who listens to the show is going to hear that and go, no one who listens to They're playing the MLS? Yeah, they're like, wait, when did they switch channel? What is happening? Are they playing Leipzig? No one's going to do that. No? Okay. All right, fine. Then I'll just refer to them as Red Bulls to save myself the embarrassment and the tongue ties. But uh, no, they they played to a 1-0 victory in this game, and it was... I've gone back and watched it since, and uh, because I was driving during the game, which sucked. But, uh, uh... it was it was really a very defensively minded game. They they got their goal early, which they are wont to do. But then instead of keeping their foot on the gas, as they also are wont to do, yeah. they sat back into a shape and then just started fouling. Yeah. Uh, there mm-hmm. there was no. I'm not gonna say they played good defense because they didn't play good defense. But they were really good at fouling, and they fouled a lot, and to the point where the ref just got tired of calling it. It felt like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm really interested to see if they feel like that's a strategy they'll be able to employ against us um because frankly and i i'm i don't like saying this but the team we're most similar to in terms of both the quality of our attack and quality of our defense in the league is cincinnati just because they also are willing to play from the outside or from the inside they also play really good both attacking and defending and i'll be curious if this is the methodology new york uses after they've given up eight goals to us in two games yeah Andy, do you have any thoughts? I'm not worried about it. You're just not worried about the game? <laughs> no, I'm not worried about whether or not we, they would pull that same thing on us. Avarez was very broad. Yeah, well, he's just not worried about it. I got a bunch of stuff going on. I'm he's already got it. tickets for L.A. He's right. just... Um, uh, no, um, I do not think that that would be an effective tactic against us. Okay. And only because our record against Cincinnati themselves mm-hmm. is just better. Yeah. Um, we are similar to them, but I just think we're a little bit more effective at reading what another team is going to do. Okay. So you're thinking that coaching is going to come into, uh, yes. in, into, into, into play here. Yeah. Interestingly, this will be the first game that Coach Hackworth will have gotten to coach against New York Red Bulls, too, mm-hmm. because uh, the last game that we played at home was against New York... That was the two two the three three draw, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. the three three draw in uh, Coach O'Connor's final game. Yeah, and uh, the last game that the Triumvirate played before Coach Hackworth came was uh, was the six four drubbing in New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and so Coach Hackworth has not yet gotten to see uh, New York Red Bulls too, and they have not gotten to see him. I think that that's going to be a bit of an advantage to us. Uh, the way we play now is different than the way we played in the two previous games. Yeah. Uh, I think that we've showed a lot more defensive spine over the last two weeks in particular. We're on a seven-game winning streak, Lee. Is that the sort of thing that... I'm sorry, we're on an eight-game winning streak, Lee. Is that the sort of thing that... Uh, is that the sort of thing that you expect to translate over for this game, or do you think that what Hackworth and... Paolo have been saying in all the press conferences is true and that they just don't care about what has happened. They care about the next game. I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. 
I think that you have to tell yourself, like, it's one game at a time. You have to have that mentality, because I think that if you, at least for me, I'm not a professional athlete, but if you think, like, Wait. too, I know, I know, <laughs> mind-blowing, <laughs> I feel like if you think too far ahead. Why do we have her here? <laughs> yeah. I thought she was a professional <laughs> athlete. No, I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> I feel like sometimes when you think too far in the future, you can get ahead of yourself and, like, not be focused, so I think you have to tell yourself, like... We're just taking things one game at a time. But in the back of your mind, in your subconscious, you're like, hell yeah, like we've won our past eight games. <laughs> like we are on fire right now. Mm-hmm. Like we've played this team before. Even though I think that the Red Bulls during playoffs like are kind of scary. They and definitely they're are. Kinda, yeah. They're super scary. And they're so fast. They're probably going to be the fastest team we've played like in the past. Undeniably. However long. Probably since the Cincinnati game. Agreed. Um, so I think there's a lot that I'm like – nervous about but I think we have so much momentum that I feel yeah. really I feel better about this Eastern Conference final than I did last year. That Which is saying something. Yeah. We were also on fire last year, so And we've talked about our backlines progression through the season already, but like even even the last time that we played him we beat him but we still gave up four goals mm-hmm. being but the difference between our backline then and now is still pretty drastic. Yeah. No, it definitely is. I think, I mean, frankly, if you think back to the beginning of the season, we were starting a three-man back line of Pat, Paco, and Sean Tosh, mm-hmm. and now only one of those guys is playing, and it's in a completely different formation. Yeah. I mean, this is a completely different defense than what <coughs> progressed throughout the year, and, and I, I really think that it's evolved to this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been the thing that I've been most impro- impressed with about Coach Hackworth since he's been here is how much better our defense has been over the last two months versus what it had looked like even under the best of Coach O'Connor's yeah, days. Absolutely. A lot of times his best defense was, we're probably going to score more than you. Yep. And that was comforting, but it's also comforting just thinking that we're they they might get two. Like mm-hmm. if they play really well and their offense is clicking, maybe they'll get two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that feeling. But I was interested by what Lee was saying about the the mentality that you've got to carry into these games when you. It's the mental gymnastics that I always think is fascinating about professional athletes that you have to. Remember every tiny detail of games so that you can react naturally to them when you see them again and you can learn from them and you can uh, take them as part of your experience forward with you. But you also have to be able to forget everything about all of the games at the same time so that you're not thinking that this is, of course, what will happen next. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I think that it's the thing that gets preached the least about uh, professional athletes at all is the fact that how much mental it is mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. and not just you know oh do i understand tactics do i understand where i'm supposed to be on the field but like the the mental toughness that you have to have to be a professional athlete yeah. astounds me <sighs> okay things to know about the games that we've played against new york red bulls um one while they are a great offensive team they are are sort of middling possession wise they are, are willing to wait for you to make a mistake, and then it's it, even when they have possession, it feels like a counter. Lee was saying the kind of speed they have, and it's true, they want to get out and run, and that means that the minute they gain possession, it's full throttle attack. And that's, that's a tough thing to defend, yeah. but it's also a tough thing to do for an entire game. Yeah. It'll wear you down, but they've got some young, fast bodies that'll be doing their, it. Their, who's their lead guy, Moreno? 
Marino does some scoring. He, he got the goals. Eleven goals this season. You're yeah. nailing it, man. See Look what at I did? You. I did research wow. before <laughs> this. I'm so Full proud stop. of you. That's it. That's all I did. That's it. He found out who their leading goal scorer was. The thing is about them, though, is that when you look at their lead, like all of their leading, like the top five leading goal scorers, like it's very spread out. Yeah, it's they, not just one dude who's railing at home. You it, know? it is. It's a lot like the Lou City team was from yeah. last year, where you can get multiple goals from multiple sources and not have to rely on one guy scoring. And frankly, despite the fact that you're looking at you know the all-time leading single score, single season scoring leader in Cameron, Lucidi's had that this year too. It's easy mm-hmm. to forget that yeah. uh, Illy and George both had really nice scoring seasons this year. Luke, when he was healthy, his per minutes, his goals per minute are yeah. are through the roof. Mm-hmm. This is also a well-rounded scoring team that. Uh, it gets sort of dominated by the idea that uh, you know one guy put home mm-hmm. more than a quarter century of goals. Of that quarter century, five of them, one, two, three, four, five of them mm-hmm. were scored against this New York Red Bulls two team. Oh, yeah. Five goals. He had a hat trick and a brace, or as we call it, a forked lightning, in the games against New York Red Bulls in two games. We decided a long a little history league. We decided a long time ago. <laughs> That brace, really, I decided. That brace just, it didn't, I didn't understand why it was called a brace. Yeah. I didn't get it. It sounded boring, so we, we came up with the fourth light. Sounds tougher. Sounds a lot more better, right? that. I've, I never liked the word brace. Because it's like, what do you put a brace on your leg? Like, yeah, it like we it can't like be... it's a crutch or something. Like, yeah, no, thank I'm, you. I'm on thank board. you, cool. Lee. All right, it's nice to know. It. It's nice to know that we've got support here. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's fascinating, though. Five goals in two games. We'll get to this a bit when we get to our game review talking about Bethlehem, but uh, I thought that the defense for many teams spends just so much energy focusing on Cameron and having to devote their time to Cameron, and it's Cameron, 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 that it makes it easier, creates a lot of extra space, creates a lot of extra movement for our guys out on the wings, and Brian Ownby really took advantage of it last week. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Is that the sort of thing that you would expect in this game, Lee? After they've given up five goals to the same guy in two games, that he'll just be bracketed throughout this whole game, creating some extra space on the wings? Yes, I think you definitely hit the nail on the head. I think that that's going to be probably our advantage, just the fact that I think they will be all over Cam, because I think he's going to be like, oh, I scored two, then I scored three. I'm going to try to score four now. Albatross! <laughs> it's fun because you can tell that he knows. It. Like, oh. he knows oh, what yeah. they're doing, and he yeah. still scores. When you're watching him play on the field, you can just see that he's got that true goal scorer's mentality where everything else that he does, he does it at the with the most effort he possibly can. He's never, you know, lollygagging on the field. But all he really cares about is getting the goals. Mm-hmm. And that's great. I mean, you want that killer instinct in a yeah. goal scorer. Mm-hmm. But also, I want New York. They have a giant in the back line. A guy who's a, a, a young uh, fullback for them named Ndam. It looks like Gnome on the back of his jersey because the D is in a dumb font. And so I thought his name was Gnome for a really long time, but it's not. It's Indom. When you say dumb font, like, what are we talking about? Like, I mean, like... Calibrivert versus Helvetica? No, like, this is we... like Comic Sans bad. Oh, my this is God. Like, this is like Mistral <laughs> bad. Oh, my 
Yeah. No, we're talking. Uh, you know, it could. It may as well be a wingding. Like it's that bad of a font on the back of the jerseys. It's not readable. It looks like an O and it's a D. Right. That's dumb. Which right. starts with D. Starts with D. Yeah. yeah. And so, but I, his name's Indom, and he is a man giant. He's taller than Andy. He's broader than Andy. He's Proof. better looking than Andy. He's really, he's just everything you're not, Andy. I'm glad this turned into, okay, let's, yeah. let's keep going here. <laughs> you, you don't want to focus on this? Asshole. All right. No, he's he's a really... How s- tall is he? I, I believe he's 6'6". Six, six. I believe that he's 6'6". Six, six. He's a big, big dude. He's pretty tall. Yeah. That's, I mean... soccer player. For anybody. Yeah. Well, for a human. For a, it's hu- really for a tall. human also. Correct. How much does he weigh? Uh, I'm, you know, I didn't look specifically. No, I'm you betting took us down this road. I'm sorry. I'm betting, if I were a betting person, I'd say he was 6'6", 230. That's going to be a guess. Okay. Pure guess. He's probably 6'2", 180, and I'm just, I've blown this guy completely out of yeah, proportion. People are going to be expecting a giant. <laughs> He's, you won't be disappointed with how large this man is, is all I'm okay. saying. But you're right, Marino is uh, one of their main goal scorers. Aganaga is a really dangerous threat. Uh, we had trouble with uh, Stroud in the games that we've played against them. And uh, they've got a fella Barlow who takes a lot of their, uh, their set pieces. He's a talented guy. I mean, they're designed to score goals. They're young, they're talented, and uh, they're being left alone for the last couple of weeks. Because once the senior Red Bulls club finished... I mean, their season's not over, but I mean, once they had clinched what they needed to clinch and had set their real rotation and weren't having to worry about cup games and stuff, mm-hmm. they've stopped messing with New York with Red Bulls 2's lineup. Mm-hmm. And so they've been able to run out a much more similar and consistent uh, starting 11. And that's changed their form, which is one of the reasons why they're always so good in the playoffs, mm-hmm. is this, these are guys, a lot of them are getting shuttled up and down t- and getting really big game experience playing for uh, the senior team. And that's that, that makes them scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may be the only two club I feel that way. Is Andy Lee, do either of you guys think of a two team that you consider to have that same? Most of them, it just feels disjointed, but it seems like mm-hmm. Red Bulls understand how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking for more. I'm just going to sit here silently. Uh, Lee. <laughs> what do you think? I agree. And I just can't think of another two no, team. No, I'm, I'm the worst. I mean, can, I mean, can we consider like Bethlehem a two team? Because I mean, they're technically like a... An affiliate. An affi- yeah. yeah. Um, but... Uh, Bethlehem at United. Atlanta actually, that despite being really bad, this is their first year, and it seems to me like the organization might get it, mm-hmm. and so I wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta too ends up being all right. But you know, this year you're just trying to fill out bodies. They didn't have the numbers yet, yeah. so uh, we're looking at five. We're looking at five-ish goals as the over/under in this game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that the projection that I saw was that it would be 2.8 to 2.1 in this game in favor of Louisville City. If we score 0.8 goals, I'll be shocked. But uh, also, I will be shocked. They, they very rarely count. I would love 0.8. to see that. Yeah, they're like, we're going to count it, but not quite. <laughs> yeah. 0.8. You get 0.8 for that one. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, no, I I expect it to be a high scoring game just because. That's the nature of this kind of contest. But I also expect that 
both teams will be a little tighter. Uh, I mean, when we played them last year, it was one-one before shoot before it went to uh, yeah. the overtime and then PKs, and so I, I expect I expect goals, but not as many as maybe you might immediately think. And so in my head, I've got us winning this game two-one. I think that it's a two-one victory. I think the defense continues to play well, but New York is really hard to keep off the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. I think we run out a very similar lineup. I'll be surprised if we make changes. Mm-hmm. Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, have you liked? Have you liked? Uh, basically, it's essentially from what we're used to. It's Nile starting over Speedy. Uh, have you enjoyed? Really, that, yeah, that's the question that you're asking. Is Nile? I like Speedy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you do with Nile what he's been doing with uh, Sean and Luke. Okay. You have Speedy play until about the seventy-ish ish minute, and then bring on Nile. But we don't expect that that's actually what he'll do. No, I just think that... That's your preference. That's my preference. Okay. Because, and we've talked about it before, with Speedy, there's no, like, the control that he has mm-hmm. and the decisions that he makes, for lack of a better term, are a little less... Aggressive? Reckless? Whoa! That's harsh! I said lack of a better term. Okay, you should come up with a better term. I haven't felt like Niles played recklessly. I'll say that. Uh, I have felt like I love the aggression that he showed. I think that he's in the best form he's been in since mm-hmm. he's played for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Speedy looks exactly the same as he's always looked for us. So that means he's been excellent. Yeah. I just think that Niles is playing with so much confidence right now. He's playing so creatively right now. And this is as mean as I get about Niall. I think this is the toughest he's ever played. He looks harder to get off the ball right now than he yeah. has in the past. His first touches looked crisper than it has in the past. I think that he's playing the best soccer we've ever gotten to see him play, and it, I've, I've loved it. And it's much the way I feel about Alexi and Sean Tosh. I feel like, despite loving Speedy and Sean Tosh, I don't feel like they played worse. I feel like they just are currently behind guys in great form. Yeah. What have you thought about the sort of adjusting uh, lineups that we've seen throughout the year, sort of the evolution that we've gotten until we're playing what's charitably called a 4-3-3? But, I mean, it doesn't seem like Hackworth cares at all about his formations called. He just wants the guys to play well. Yeah. Um, So, to be honest with you, I've always just, like, no matter what team I've been watching, I've always hated a three-back. Okay. It it stresses me out to <laughs> no end, and I always am like, oh, my God, like, we're going to get scored on. And so I I am glad that we're kind of now shifting more to a four-ish. 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 Yeah. But I kind of like this weird in-between where, like, we just have guys kind of, like, floating in and out. Yeah. Um, And I, I don't know. And I do agree. I think that... You know, whenever Tosh was in our back line and it was literally just like Tosh, Paco, and Pat, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my god, this is it. This is the back line. Yeah. Like, this is the thing. This is the team that we're going to use. And then now that we're bringing all these other guys in, I think at the time I was like, what are they doing wrong? But it really, it's very true that I think it's literally just other guys just like freaking being on fire and finding their form now later in the season. And you have to reward that. Mm hmm. And that it's it's a very valid point that they're 
are just not getting worse, just other people are getting better. Yeah. So yeah, you make great points. Oh man! <laughs> no, 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 See, no, no. I always no, knew no, we no. should have like, Lee on the show. No, don't, don't tell him stuff like that, I've been saying like for months do that. that Lee should be on the show. In fact, I've been saying for months that we should replace Andy with Lee. No. See, Lee, don't, don't do that. Don't um, do that. The whole show would literally just me being like, I agree, you're so smart. That would I'm be so, phenomenal. I'm very supportive. I've always wanted a person. <laughs> I've always wanted an Ed McMahon. So that would be phenomenal. That's ridiculous. <laughs> losing my job right now. Yeah, well, th- frankly, we still think that uh, Ty is starting his own rival pro- podcast somewhere in the background. <laughs> Ty, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be in the house with Ty, and it's just suddenly yeah. they're gonna stop putting ours on. Yeah. yeah. That one day I'll go back to listen to an old episode, and I'll find out that they haven't been airing ours in weeks. There have and been it's like just twenty Ty. episodes that they just haven't put on yet. And that, but Ty's been doing a great job. So, um, the four hours long. <laughs> Um, no, I'm, I'm really, this game is exciting in so many ways. A, a three-peat rematch, mm-hmm. both of the previous games going to penalty kicks, yeah. both of I the previous really games <laughs> going down to the fifth it. penalty kick each time. These uh, have been as close as you can play in the highest stakes you can play them. It's just exciting as hell. It's exciting as hell. It, it is exciting. It is exciting. But last year, man... I mean, I got an ulcer from that thing. Like that was that was the most stressful. Five oh my gosh! Of my entire life, I was oh my hi- gosh. I was hiding behind a chair. Oh, I couldn't well, handle it. Well, the thing is, you know, Scouse's house. Yeah, they shot on that goal, <laughs> and so yeah, right. we were when There's they were still no like. Figuring out where they were going to go, they flipped the coin, yeah. and we figured it out. And we all like grabbed the rail, and we're like, okay, because we yeah. knew it was going to be a Everyone rush of just, people. Yeah. When Greg made the save against uh, Ben Mines in the fifth round before uh, Ballard put home the game winner, uh, Ben Mines, who's mostly coming off the bench for this Red Bulls two team, uh, but when he made the save where it went off his top hand, hit the post, and then bounced down. That was the post directly in front of where Andy and I stand, yeah. and that was right. Uh, we were that was the best view of any oh uh, penalty kick save I've ever had, mm-hmm. and I do think that my heart went up, mm-hmm. down, and then resettled, but sort of reverberating. It was I nuts. I'm not sure my butt has ever like tightened that fast. It's like, oh god, oh, okay. <laughs> Thinking about it. My oh hands yeah, are on no. Right now. Yeah, I really don't want to go to another penalty kick. I kicks. can't do it. No, I don't <laughs> want to do it. But if we do, I hope it's in front of Scouse's house again because yeah. that was freaking oh, it amazing. Was amazing. But it was amazing. Um, all right, let's do some predictions because I've already gone on record. I think two one. Um, I have got. I think that our playoff heroes continue with their hot streaks, and I have got one for Ownby and one for Nile. Yeah. They've gotten a brace between them, a forked lightning, yeah. mm-hmm. each game. And now I think that what we've talked about with Cam, I think that you're going to see Cam being draped all over in this game. Mm-hmm. And that, that frees up a lot of space for him to move. I think Illy gives a nice uh, a nice setup for at least one of the two goals. And we get one from Brian and one from Nile. 2-1 victory. Mm-hmm. Andy, what's your 3-1? 3-1. 3-1. Okay. Um, now, or do we get out in front, or is yeah. this like we give up one and then just steamroll? I think we, I think we get two. Mm-hmm. I think we get two in the first in the first half. I think we get two. Okay, let me just drill them. Love it. All right, 
I'm, I'm, um, I'm feeling your vibe right now. Yeah. Because we know that we need to come out. Don't. <laughs> vibing. He was wafting it at me. I could tell. That was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I think we know that we have to come out strong. Yeah. Because they are an aggressive team. They are. And there's something to be said about demoralizing a team from the get-go. Okay. You know what I mean? You get up two goals. That's hard for any team yeah. to come back from, mm-hmm. right? So you get up two goals. Mm-hmm. I think in the second half, they get one on something dumb. Okay. Right? I think they get one. Like a turf monster situation? Something ridiculous. All right. And then I think we just shut them down with that extra one. With okay. Another goal. I, I, I would be completely fine with that. Never trailing makes me feel a lot better. I'm saying we get something from. Also, an aside. I. I'm pretty sure I predicted Ownby getting a goal. I'm pretty sure you last did too. Week. I'm pretty sure you did too. Okay. Well done. I just want to. I just wanted to put that out there. Kudos. I think it's Cam. That's on a set piece. That's. I've seen that before, and I've enjoyed it every Nobody time. Nobody would be surprised. Right. None. None. Um, I think Omi gets another one. Man, he, like when, he's, when he's hot. Because they're going to have so many people on cam. Yeah. yeah. And that's dangerous. If you're a team playing against Brian Omi, that is dangerous. Yeah. Because he's... I've never seen anybody faster. Ever. Well, that we've I mean, played. Yeah, right. In the history of mankind. I literally... I just, like, <laughs> I just, I like, no one! I no! <laughs> Um, and I think we get one. I saw him outrun a Kia. <laughs> My wife's Kia. Well, your wife drives really fast. He's not out driving that. Um, <laughs> and shocker, I think we get that. Wait think- a minute. I bet I can guess. <laughs> Do you think that on a corner kick or set piece, Oscar is going to whip a ball in that Paco is going to go over the defense and head home? I do. Oh, I nailed it! He has predicted that every week. Every week. Yeah. It's yeah. Been, it's been right a couple of times. Yeah. And wow. last week, it was it this was, close. It was so, so close, close to being true. Shoo, so close. That header was like two inches. Yeah. Two it was, inches it was one close. way. That's it. Yeah. Agreed. That's my prediction. 3-1 I would really enjoy. Lee, what do you got? Well, I already was going to say 3-1. Andy, change your prediction. Please take it 3-1. <laughs> So three nothing. I think that we are tied at the end of the first half. Mm-hmm. I think we put two on them in the second half. Mm-hmm. I think that Cam is gonna get two. Love it. Only because, only because you tell me about this like six foot tall center back. Yeah. And what this tells me is maybe he's not that fast. Maybe. And maybe he, like, maybe let's not put Luke by him. Right. You know, because maybe he really just, like, helps and is, you know, lessens the aerial threat. The, he definitely does that. So, I think that maybe that I really honestly can't recall why Cam scored three or, like, what exactly happened. Yeah. So, I'm thinking that maybe this guy's a little slow. And maybe know? maybe the so reason maybe, he got five was not because they weren't paying enough attention, but because the guys paying attention weren't good enough. Correct. And we're too giant. That's right. If I remember right, I think he... Because we watched that at Melwood. We did. Yeah. I think you remember commenting that he was slow. That was okay. the... That was the... 
Illy bicycle kick game. Yeah. Yikes. And uh, Cam yes. Cam did beat Indom on uh, one of his goals and got an outside of his right foot holding off the giant with his left mm. arm. Oh, yes. Around, oh, that was, yeah, that was around, a little arm. Remember that turn? And, uh, yeah, that was two of them. I'm trying to remember how he got the third one. The third one, I feel like, was in the second half. And, uh, oh, it was a header. It was uh, Paolo headed it back to him, and then it was sort of a ping, pinball heading after a corner that he got it in on. That's That was the three in that game. I don't remember the two at home, which is shocking to me at this point. But yeah. It's possible that it was like the 40-yard one, if I'm, yeah. if I'm thinking. Okay. It, there's so many of them, mm-hmm. it's hard to hold them all in your head. He's gotten beyond me now. Yeah. <laughs> now, before we move on to our game review... I will say, the keeper for New York Red Bulls too. <laughs> is maybe my least favorite keeper in USL. No, he is definitely my least favorite keeper in USL. Which one is he? This is someone who shares my first name, oh. which I don't approve of in general. Have you talked to him about it? I tried to, and this is why we disliked him so much. This guy, zero interplay with the with the crowd. Zero. Like, oh, I don't care. You're doing. You're out there doing your job, Evan Loro. You're out there doing your job. Is this Laura. I, yeah, this is Laura. <laughs> I have no objection to you paying no attention to me while you're playing. You've got a job to do, and my job is to distract you. But I'm not getting paid the way you are, and so I get it. You are focused, but like. During dead ball situations and during warm-ups and specifically at the beginning and ending of a half, I really appreciate the keepers, even the ones who don't interact. I really appreciate the keepers who will just give you a, all right, guys, thanks. Good for, thanks for showing up. Or, yeah, I hear you. You're great. That's all. I don't need much. Evan Loro stonewalls throughout the game. And during warm-ups. Which just makes and more of a target balls. for us. I mean, right. we've probably said some of the harshest stuff at him. Yeah. Now, we've said unpleasant things. Things I wouldn't repeat in front of my mother. No. Um, never anything that would violate the, the Sluggerfield Code of Conduct. No, because we don't because do that. that. Scouse's house doesn't, doesn't do that. We try not to, and we uh, penalize those who do. But there is a thing that I'm going to mention, and I'm not proud of mentioning it. Just bear this in mind. It's not one of my finer feeling moments, but it's the truth. Evan Loro, despite being an excellent goalkeeper, because he is, and uh, being a professional athlete, which mm-hmm. I am not, mm-hmm. for a professional athlete, Evan Loro is not svelte and athletic looking. Let's, he does not, you wouldn't see him on the street and go, you know, that guy's probably a professional athlete. Right. He's got a dad bod. Dad bod is a generous way of putting it. I like that. That's accurate. He's got a dad. He's bod. got a beer league bod, is what he's got. And like, there's some really good beer league goalkeepers. So again, I and while I, you got to decide what you're going to be comfortable making fun of somebody for as a heckler, and I'm not comfortable making fun of somebody for that because it hits home with me. I'll make fun of bald guys because I'm definitely not bald. Right. I'm not going to make fun of somebody for being a little cozy. Because I am comfy. See, here's the thing, though. I think you absolutely can, though. Because, like you said, you're not a professional athlete. Yeah. So no one, this is going to sound terrible, no one expects you to not be, right? But he is a professional athlete. Like, his job 
Yeah. Kind of. Is to not be comfy. Yeah. Right? So, you can absolutely... I'm going to make it a game time decision. Okay. When it comes to hecklingly, how do you feel about attacking... Traits. <laughs> Physical traits. I am very... Person... In my opinion. Yeah. M-I-O. Yeah. I am very much against it. That makes sense. Why? I think that it's... I don't know. I just feel like in sports, it's so fair to be like, you suck mm -hmm. or like in general or like, you're terrible. That play was bad. Yeah. You were the worst last time. But I feel like, I don't know, I'm just very much against like attacking people's personal... Here's opinion. a little hypothetical for you, Lee. Okay. Let's see, okay. What, let's see what you Pitching read. Pitching one okay, out okay. there. No, Here, I'm ready okay. for it. Okay. Who is it that's balding? What what which is Spangenberger? Spangenberger. Okay. Who was a delight? He was a delight. He my, was a delight. Maybe my favorite of the year. Fawn Williams. After Fawn Williams, who was also a delight. Right. Spangenberger okay. is balding, gotcha. and we let him know that we see that he's balding. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. If you had the option of if you said, "Hey, you're bald," that's all you said. You're bald. Right. Right. When he had, like, in a critical moment for him, and it messed him up, and we scored a game-winning goal, or you went by Lee's rules, <laughs> Lee's code of morality, <laughs> Lee's etiquette, okay. and said, you, you said nothing. You're not a particularly good goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that would throw me off. And you, <laughs> but, like, you know what right, I'm saying. Right, you didn't right, say right, anything, right, and he, right. he did block that goal. Right? Right. Which do you choose? Oh man, that is a Sophie's choice, Andy. Oh my God, I. He said he was going to bring the tough question. I told you. <laughs> okay, but, okay but, but like, this is the thing: is like, you say like you're bald. I feel like that's not like an insult. Like bald is like a state of being. If you like yell like, "Hey, you're fat," or like what? something. Like I feel like cozy, that, Lee. You know cozy. what I mean? But like, I, I feel like that is like kind of it's much more of a sensitive subject yeah. and okay. much more of an insult. So All like, right. I think that in this particular situation like bald is like a thing that you can you are like what i'm okay then what i'm asking because you're you're finding you're finding the loophole she's doing I'm great <laughs> what i'm she is she just you're lawyered like, you she is what i'm asking is okay. that given the choice between making somebody making fun of, of a keeper's physical okay. appearance okay or not determining a game determining would you be willing game. to break would your you rule be willing to yeah that's what i'm asking to guarantee a loose city win. Are you willing to hurt feelings to get the win, Lee? I have to say no. Hey, uh, I admire uh, that. I mean, you're sticking to your principles. You're wrong. Your guns. But you're sticking to your principles. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually, I really do admire that. Um, the thing is, and this is the reason why I brought this up, is I'm not positive I'm comfortable with the idea of making fun of him about this. I haven't mm -hmm. decided yet. Yeah. We make fun of Matt Pickens' dainty ankles. He has dainty ankles. They're so right. small. We, we we make fun of. <laughs> they are like hell. We made fun of uh, Toronto's goalkeeper's scraggly beard. Mm -hmm. We made fun Who's of the one with the teeth. Uh, that was also Toronto. Oh keeper. yeah, that was the bad beard and the teeth. Oh my god! And it then was a travesty because the it was some really good jokes about uh, socialized medicine not extending to yeah. dental. One care. of them got him too. Like yeah. one of them, somebody said one of them. I think it was my wife said something. Yeah, and he like yeah. Every now and then he, he get a turn. Turn. Um, and Spangenberg for his baldness 
And uh, but just because he clearly tries to hide it, but he yeah. has such a good sense of humor about it. Mostly though, we try to make fun of people for like you know not using their itemized deduction on their tax forms or uh, yeah. stuff like that. What? Things that really what hurt. What an idiot. <laughs> Things that really hurt. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have tried really obscure stuff like that. I like. Uh, I find your. Uh, I find your personal grooming habits objectionable. Stuff like that. It's funny because during the games, like when we're like when the when you gotta find a slow time when the play is at the end, other end of the field. Mm-hmm. That's when like, oh. and we always pride ourselves because the Coopers, it's just this wall of sound, right? Right. But us, it's almost like we have like a like we take turns. Like, oh, it's my turn to, th- you know what like I mean? It. And it cuts right. a little deeper because right? they absolutely like hear the, us. You guys are like Bohemian Rhapsody, like as supporter groups. It's like there's different parts. You know what I yeah. mean? Like. At some t- points, there's walls of sound. Yes. And at other points, it's like, you we're, know, Galileo. Yeah, we're more... Lee, I did not... Uh, I didn't think you were going to get that deep on us as far <laughs> as, like, metaphors. I'm thrilled. For a game. No, I'm pleased as punch. I just didn't think it was going to happen, and now I, I don't know what to do. Anybody even remotely equating me to Queen has yeah, won, thank as far you. as right. I'm concerned. Yeah. How excited awesome. are you about the, the documentary Dude, about the so new movie? Excited. Holy crap. Rami Malek looks oh incredible. Oh my gosh, yes. Right? I can't wait yeah. to see this. Oh my this. god. Okay, as long as everybody's clear on that. No, right. we're all on the same page. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, but uh, I, I don't know. I might take I might take uh, Lee's reticence to heart, and maybe I'll find something else to mock uh, Evan Loro about. Okay, so day. I'm not. No, I got that. Yeah. I'm going to call him squishy. I'm sure. Gonna call him doughy. Yeah. I'm going to ask if he's out of breath. Sure. Um, See that one. That one's nice because that one's maybe not your fat. Maybe you're just out of shape. Like yeah, maybe you're right. just in poor condition. I'm gonna ask him if White Castle gave him um, endorsement, a, a, an endorsement, <laughs> or like a, a personalized mug or a crave case. Yeah, before the game. Is that he's just waiting for? Okay. Well, it's nice to know that you'll be able to start. Somebody's gonna. Somebody's gonna steal this material. I'm gonna get mad. Absolutely. <laughs> it's gonna be fun, though. Jimmy McGuffey. Uh, but no, Evan Loro, unpleasant. Uh, in terms of just on-field demeanor with supporters, that's all I'll say. Who was it that complained? Uh, it was Gomes Gomez from uh, now from St. Louis. I don't uh, remember. I yeah, Gomes was unpleasant also. All right, we gotta we gotta. Tr- tr- yeah. Yep. We gotta <laughs> shift gears here. You're doing great, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm, I'm sweating. It's a, it's toasty here tonight, brother. I know. Um, it's the blood going. Is that what it does? Yeah, it's like hot yoga. All right, let's get to the game. <laughs> let's get to the game review, and uh, this is a victory in the Eastern Conference semifinal. Woo, woo, over Bethlehem Steel, mm-hmm. two nothing victory. Mm-hmm. Lee, do you remember who scored? I do. Jog our memory. The one and only fellow cat person. Really. Brian Ovi. I didn't know that. <laughs> this is why this is why you bring on in the insiders. Is because right. I didn't have this kind of information. Cat person. Yeah. yeah. He has two cats. He likes cats? Yeah. Oh, even more now. I, dude, I, I literally oh, found God. this out like a couple months ago. I didn't know he was a cat person either. Brian. Now wait. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my gosh. Let's let's take a second though. Sorry. And, let's, the game. The, sorry. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm, I'm digging deeper oh, no. on the cat, cat. thing. Um, <laughs> so, I never hear that. We're going down the cat <laughs> road, my friend. When you say cat person, yeah. Do you there? That's a that's a dangling modifier. Is the problem? Is I don't know yeah. what we're talking about here. Cat person is in like, looks like. Uh, 
one of the characters from Cats. He's fast like a like cat a person. Also. Fast like a I cheetah. Mean, this is true. Is this a person sure. who likes cats, or is this like one of those people who has way too many cats? Because I'm down with the idea of upwards of eight. <laughs> right. Eight. If you have a reasonably sized home, eight cats is like, well, that's interesting. Eccentric of you. I now have nine. I when now you have this nine. picture of yeah. Brian Ownby, and I hope, this isn't true, but I hope it is, of Brian Ownby sitting in, <laughs> in his domicile surrounded by cats. Just like, in this, in like, like just meditating. A kitten in each hand meditating. I highly, like gaming. I highly regret bringing this up. <laughs> This is all I'm gonna be able to think about. And if you look closely, like a lot of people don't know this, like if you look closely at him during games, his eyes like like transform into cat's eyes, and that's what he does. Yeah. Like Chitara. Yeah. Really. But in this case, like Chitaro. Okay. Right. Panthro. Panthro. But Panthro wasn't fast. Chitaro was fast. Lionel was kind of fast. Anyway. Could we be Wiley King Wiley Cat in this situation? Because that would be awesome. No, I hated him. Okay, never mind. All right, Lee. So yes. about that game, yes. Brian Ombi got how many goals? Two. Two goals. Yes. This is the second brace in two straight games. We've had a brace in the playoffs. Uh, and a shutout. Andy, did you prefer the two goals or did you prefer the shutout? Which 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 tickled your fancy more? How well the defense played or getting to see Brian Ownby finally break his duck? You know, uh, getting to see, which, can we talk about that phrase? It's Breaking not the way it's duck. supposed to be said. What is that? What is that? Why is it a duck? I don't have any good explanation for that. I haven't dug into the history of the... Why are there so many DNA? terms in soccer that nobody knows what the meaning Lee is? Knows. Lee knows. I mean, I honestly, I think that's one of the only phrases that I'm just not... I hear it, and I'm like, uh-huh, yep. Yeah. It means I know. I just know he what it means. Yeah. What the duck. But... <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> no, um... Which part made you happier? Owen be getting his goal after weeks of you predicting it was coming. Or getting a shutout in a playoff game, leaving no doubts. I mean, you know... Bottom line, getting the shutout. Yeah. Uh, but it did bring me great joy to see Brian get, get the goals. Well, that fence post looks uncomfortable for you to be sitting on like that. <sighs> Come on, man. Would you rather have... Would you Would you rather... Let, let's, let me rephrase this. Would you rather we had beaten Bethlehem 9-5 with crazy amounts of goals and awesomeness? Or would you rather we had beaten them one nothing on like a cheap own goal? Do you want to see the goals, or do you want to see the saves? In playoffs, I want to see the win. Okay. <laughs> you and I are going to fight. You and I are going to fight. So, no, no, no. I feel like that... that I'm guaranteeing I'm you a win. Do you want a high-scoring slugfest, or do you want a one nothing shutout? I'm guaranteeing you a win. I want a shutout. I love that. I want no question about I'm a win. I'm so proud of you for that. Because, and here's the thing. Yes, they're fun, but... If it's if it's that high and nine to five is just ridiculous, but you know, our last game against New York, six to four, right? Shut up! Oh my God! You, this is why you don't don't touch stuff. I don't I don't use iPhones, don't, man. man. Well, I got confused. But six to four, it's fun, but it's, it's sloppy. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's not a well played game. Mm -hmm. With a score that high, that's not a well-played game. Mm -hmm. That means the defense is just like, I don't care. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so I prefer 
especially in playoffs, when it's important, when it's like chips are on the line, I want the shutout. I mm-hmm. want well-played soccer. Because mm-hmm. what that means is that we were awesome. You have a preference, Lee, over high scoring versus low scoring? I completely agree. I think during the season, I don't really have a strong preference. I just want the win. But mm. definitely in the playoffs, I need the shutout. Because yeah. especially when you're getting down to like the final teams and you just have teams that are so good offensively, like you need the shutout so that we can... Like be like more sharp and more together, mm-hmm. and we can learn. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like you got away. And we can. You learn. took us on this whole journey with you, and then you just kicked us off the train. Um, no, I I tend to agree. Also, I think uh, that especially in the playoffs, a zero zero, uh, a, a one nothing feels more commanding even than a 4-2 does. Yeah. Even, even though the margin of victory is not the same, if you when you have one of those games where you truly shut the opposition down and they just feel hopeless and like they're just beating their heads against a wall for 90 minutes... It speaks more to how you're playing. Yeah. Correct. And I've really liked the way we've been finishing out leads lately. Uh, I heard somebody, and I think it was on Soccer City Radio, but it may have been it may have been Barrel Proof. But somebody talking about the idea of uh, not loving subbing on a defensive player late in the game when we've been bringing Toshan, just because it changes your shape a little, and sometimes people lose track of their responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But I feel like these guys are all so used to playing with each other; they've all been starters often enough that they fall into that shape really easily. I mean, you could see Sean Tosh playing pretty far up the field when he's been coming onto these games. Mm-hmm. I've really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, to break into the, the game a little more, because this, this has been a half-assed review, it's just been like, the, what was the score? It was 2-0. Great. Let's talk about winning 2-0. No, man, this has been a great review. All right. Don't make fun of Lee like that. Oh. oh. Wow. See, he comes off the top rope. That's all right. That's uh, yeah, so uh, to get to a little bit more of the, the nitty-gritty on this, I'll say that I thought Paco played a fantastic game, uh, consistently thought that he was exactly where he needed to be. I think he's playing better than he did last year when oh, yeah. he was the defensive one, one of the defensive players of the year. Mm-hmm. I think that right now he is so confident with his tackling. Uh, he's letting he's playing a much higher line than he has. I think some of that is the confidence in Paolo playing in that role right in front of him instead of farther up the field. Mm-hmm. I've loved seeing that. Um, I was really impressed with how both the wings played. I thought both Kyle and Oscar had great games, but in different ways. Um, Oscar was maybe not as involved in the attack as he usually is, but I thought he played maybe his best defensive game of the year. And I thought Kyle played maybe his best offensive game of the year. He was really uh, helping to create. Uh, he, he and Niall and Brian formed a really interesting triangle on a number of times where it sprung some really fun action, and I thought Kyle was integral in that. Uh, Cam, again, got blanketed throughout this game, and uh, that created a ton of space for Brian and George to operate Although George fell back quite a bit in this game, also he did. Uh, helping, they've got a really dangerous wing in Sandy Moore that uh, it's nice to have a little bit of offensive help playing defense against. Uh, possession was pretty even. If anything, I think they may have ended up with a slight edge in possession. I think it was like fifty-one forty-nine at the end, but that was because again, that once they fell down by the second goal, they just had to throw everything forward mm-hmm. and hope. 
Uh, it wasn't particularly pretty up the middle of the field, but that has not been the strength of this team in this formation. Like, we're not going to no. make the same kinds of plays through the middle. Instead, it's got to very much be the ping pong in and out and in and out. And uh, that's been – it's been effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, Illy also doing a nice job of helping to create space. He had – his first touch let him down a couple of times in this game, and that was unfortunate because I thought that he got himself into good positions. Uh, didn't have a perfect game in that respect, but I did think that he drew the defender away on Ownby's first goal. Yeah. Cam had dropped back, and Ownby – was overlapping on a ball that was played by, I can't remember if it was Oscar or Niall now. It was Oscar. It was Oscar. Thank you. And uh, he, uh, but I do remember that Illy pulled the, the central defender away, which allowed Brian to be able to take the shot because normally he would try to play that ball back across in for Illy or Cameron from that angle, but instead there was no defender. Right. So uh, the keeper was forced to card the near post and he pounded it into the back. Loved it, and yeah. it's one. Of, it's another one of those goals where if you just watch it in a vacuum, it looks like a brilliant Brian Ownby goal, and it was. But it was also great pass, mm-hmm. great spacing. Uh, it was a nice build-up play in the first place. It was everything there is to like about Lou City goals this year, minus Cameron Lancaster. Yeah. What the the thing that sticks out to me is that the two goals were so vastly different how they got to that point, right? Like you said, his first goal. Planning just it was just perfect. Right, mm-hmm. they set him up to, for nothing but success. The second one felt more like he just outran the dude, which it's nice to have that in your bag. Yeah, but he did. I mean, he was just like, no, you're not, you're not going to beat me to this ball. I'm just better than you. And just got there and just into the corner of the net again. Yeah. So, uh, all in all, a, a commanding performance I thought from the guys mm-hmm. that. It never really felt in doubt to me. There was never any time in the game where I was going, oh, God, I just no. hope that maybe it'd be really great if we could tack on another goal. There was none of that in this game. I wasn't pearl-clutching at all. I felt confident the entire way. Even 0-0 going into, you know, past halfway of the first half, I thought, this looks like a game we're going to win and win going away. When you got to start watching the game, Lee, where were we score-wise and where were we uh, game-wise? So I was getting ready to walk out and I heard Ombi score the first goal. Nice. So I was like, heck yeah, good luck charm, what's up, I'm here. <laughs> so I think after <laughs> that, welcome. like, right. And so I really only got to watch like from there on out, which I think we played wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Um but I heard that in the first, when I walked out, everyone was like, oh my gosh, like we were not playing that well until you got here. So I, I didn't go back and watch, and I feel bad that I did not no, review. But I heard that maybe in the first like 30-ish minutes, we were not the hottest we've ever been. I, I, I didn't think that we were particularly threatening in that, yeah. first, in that first half hour. But I also didn't feel like there was any part of it that was not comfortable. Everything well, just seemed like... We're gonna get this all together. Our timing's gonna to come together. Yeah, we're gonna figure was, this I out. I don't think we played poorly. I think you could just see them trying to get into their flow. Yeah, like that's what you're watching is them. Like, okay, where where are we at? Like, you, you're you're watching them put the pieces together. Uh, yeah. What what are they gonna give us, and what are we gonna be able to take? <laughs> yeah. And I thought that they did a nice job of probing. There were a couple of, you know, 
moderate chances for Bethlehem throughout the game, but I, even the best of their chances, I felt like, sort of came from not much. How many shots on goal did they have? Like, I don't know. Damn it. Come on. Andy, dude. I'm sorry. You didn't check when you checked on Moreno's goal I tallies? did more than I usually do, uh-huh. okay? So my quota was No, was I, I don't know how many shots on goal. I do know that they caught the top of the post on a dipping ball that was pretty dangerous. I know Chambers pounded two into the wall mm-hmm. on set pieces. I know that uh, Greg made one particularly nice save, yeah. reaching in the first half and having to tip one over the bar. Uh, those are the most threatening moments I specifically remember. Uh, I do. I feel like uh, Paolo made a nice sliding tackle at the edge of the 18 at one point, mm-hmm. and that looked like it might be about to become something. And Kyle got beat and then got back and made a sliding tackle along near the touchline. Mm-hmm. Those, I mean, again, I'm stretching to think of times where I went, oh, goodness. Yeah. You know, there have been games this year, particularly early, mid of this year, where it felt like, gosh, I wouldn't have been shocked if we'd given up five. You know, it was like we were probably lucky to only give up two tonight, that yeah. sort of thing. And yeah. that is not the case right now. I think it speaks to the difference between us and everybody else that's left, is that everybody else that's left, yeah, yeah they're hungry. They're playing hard. <clears throat> they want it. I think that where we stand out is that, yeah, we're playing hard and we want it, but we know that we can do it. Like, we know we can do it. I agree. That's all I've got to say about that game. Anybody have anything else they wanted to say about New York? I mean, I'm sorry about Bethlehem. Yeah. Right. yeah. Let's move on to some purple stuff. Okay. Crack one open? Yeah, dude. Cheers. It's time. A little purple Lee. stuff. <laughs> Cheers, <laughs> Lee. Mmm. Mmm. <sighs> That's good purple stuff. Today. It is good purple stuff. How's your purple stuff, Lee? <laughs> a delight. Is it? Protein packed. <laughs> it's a delight. Is it getting you where you live? Yep. B12 in there. All right. Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You're like, I know, actually. All right. So, uh, purple stuff tonight. Um, first piece of purple stuff is hey, way to go to Sean Tosh. Uh, selling off the pink yeah. boots and uh, raised over $600 selling boots this year uh, for Pink Prom. That is really awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great cause and such a good thing for him to have done. Uh, piece number two of Purple Stuff was very cool seeing uh, Matt Fondy and uh, Sean Reynolds this week. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. How cool, Holy how crap, cool was that it? was awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. Uh, it was nice to see the previous single-season goal-scoring leader uh, get a picture with uh, the current all-time single-season goal-scoring record, and for no apparent reason, Brad Estes, who did not belong in that picture. It was like no. here's 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 <laughs> here is fifty goals worth of talent and a purple blazer and Brad. Estes. You know, all right. No, um, it was really cool that he came back and uh, Sean Reynolds, who regularly comes back for playoff games. I know he's come back for a couple of games already this year, and it's always just nice to see him. One of the one of the really friendly players. Uh, was proud of how St. Louis did qualifying for their first playoffs this year. It was cool to see uh, Sean at the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super um, nice, dude. Were they kicking around the office at all beforehand or uh, not so much? No, I didn't even. I saw Sean walked up to Will Call and I was like, what the heck are you doing here? <laughs> and so, yeah, but no, I mean, we I, everyone loves Sean. He's very involved and very, very friendly with the supporters. And yeah. so definitely happy to see him back. A crowd favorite. And uh, Matt Fondy also obviously a crowd oh, yeah. favorite. It's hard not to be a favorite when you're scoring. Yeah, Like exactly. Barry Bonds was a fan favorite for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's not, it's yeah. not, when you're doing awesome stuff, 
But uh, also, I loved his tribute video to Cam after that. was uh, hilarious. So, yes. if you haven't watched that, go watch that. Um, all right, per- piece of purple stuff number three. Uh, the remaining teams in the Western Conference, which is played on paper only, is um, Phoenix and Orange County. I'm not positive they exist, honestly. Those two teams, I've yeah. never watched them play. I've never... That's not true. I've seen Diddy A. Drogba highlights from Phoenix. <laughs> right. We've seen the highlights. Right. So, uh, <clears throat> Phoenix and Orange County, two, frankly, the, probably the two best teams out West anyway. Mm-hmm. I know Phoenix fell to third, but probably the two best teams all season out West. And uh, if Orange County wins, then they will host no matter who wins in the Eastern Conference. And if Phoenix wins, then Lou City would host them. And Phoenix would get to host New York Red Bulls if it went the other way. Yeah. <clears throat> so everybody very much, very much hoping, A, that we win the game, mm-hmm. and B, that Phoenix wins. It'd be pretty dang cool to see Didier Drogba like, as a live human being in Slugger mm-hmm. Field. Yeah. That'd be nuts. Oh That'd be crazy. That'd be, I might take it's more advantage of my media pass than I usually do okay. if that occurred, yeah. just, just as a heads up. Um, Andy, did I tell you other purple stuff before the show started? I, no. no. If you did, I didn't listen. Uh, that's completely reasonable. Oh, here's one. Uh, Scouse's house. Scouse. Yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah, one dude. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. Has invested in a GoPro. I think this is genius. Has invested oh. in a GoPro. Okay. That he puts pretty much in, like, Directly behind the goal. Yeah. behind the goal. Now, we, we may need to tell Lee to cover your ears for this, because I don't know what the licensing and branding rules are about us filming any of the stuff that's on the field. Either, so. Sure. Interestingly, <laughs> don't cover your ears. Don't cover your ears. This is an open forum, Lee. No, don't cover your ears. Interestingly, I asked Gauss, so I asked Gauss that very same question. Well, you're so damn professional. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But, like, can you do, can that? do that? Are you going to... Because it's not like it's not just, like he's not taking pictures and making posters to hang on his walls. Like right. he's posting on the website, right? Sure. And I was like, "Can you do that? Like, what's your licensing? Like, what's your..." <laughs> his daughter walks over, grabs his media pass, and goes, "This is his licensing." Yeah, but it says specifically <laughs> oh, on the back of our media crap. passes that we're not allowed to do photography. Like it specifically yeah. says that on the back. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm not going to turn the guy in, but he did For post sure. he I did see. post Ombi's goal on Twitter, and I didn't see anything from you know USL or Lou City saying take this down immediately. I mean, you know, I'm going to say the sentence that I say at least seven times a day in the office when I get phone calls. That's going to be a Scott Stewart question, <laughs> and Understood. I do not know. Okay, so, um, I generally live by the. Uh, uh, Beg forgiveness instead of For asking sure. permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, really, it seems like the worst thing they're going to do is eventually be like, "Hey, man, stop that." So, yeah, For right. Sure. Like, I don't they... think that, yeah, people would just be like, "Don't." Yeah, they're not going to confiscate it and send Scouse to jail. Although I would totally watch a movie about Scouse in jail, <laughs> not a documentary. I don't want him to actually go. No, no, no. no I'm no. just saying, like, and I would watch a movie. Like right. Ernest goes to jail, except Scouse goes to jail. Right. That would be entertaining to me. Um. No, that is cool, though, and there was a cool footage of Omi's goal, and uh, no, we expect some good stuff from that until it is theoretically possibly ever taken down, or maybe not, Mm -hmm. and then they'll just turn it around and shoot us reacting to the goals, and so that would that uh, would almost certainly be that would be that would be quality content that I think you could do. Also, completely legit, right? Like, and a lot of and a lot of uh, Nikki O'Connell banging a drum. Yeah, so. 
Um, no, that's a good piece of purple stuff, man. Way to go. That's way to go. So here's the thing. That might be the second piece of purple stuff I've ever contributed ever to this show. You gave us the uh, you gave us the uh, Nile becoming the all time leader in caps. You remember? Yeah. You gave us that. You didn't give That's us true. the when he became a centurion. You weren't on the ball for that, but you were on the ball for when he passed the previous uh, leader in all time appearances for Lou City. You were on. I just don't. I'm proud of you, man. I'm just saying. I'm just so proud that you're contributing. Beyond your, general, I don't want to take your spotlight. Beyond no. your general charm and all of the reasons why you're on the show. I okay. mean, with with with, uh, I mean, with that hair. So, um, so that's our purple stuff. I don't have any other specific news and notes. Lee, you got any news and notes? I don't think no so. No news and notes. Well, then, no. then we're gonna start asking Lee questions. You didn't prepare at all for this. I didn't. No. So, I Frankly, it's almost like I, she was I, told a few hours ago, hey, you're going on uh, in right. the house. But if anyone's going to break news or give new information, it's probably not going to be me. Mm. So even if I had news, I wouldn't tell you all. That's really disappointing. You I just felt make like, something up. We don't believe you. Just, I, maybe just make something up. I felt like we were closer than that. I mean, <laughs> Did you, though? Physically. I mean, it's a small room. Um, yeah. All right. So let's ask Lee some questions. Yeah. All right, I'm ready. We'll, we'll keep them. We'll keep them mostly to the point. Okay, cool. Where are you originally from? Originally, originally. Oh man. Okay, so originally, originally, born and raised in Greenville, Tennessee. Okay. Um, I, I thought there was a hint o accent is one of the things. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it used to be way worse. I believe it. Way worse. Are you familiar? And this is why I asked that. He knows eight people from there. No, 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 no. A chunk of my family. Was in Tennessee for a long. Have you ever been to McEwen, Tennessee? I uh, cannot say I have. No I'm one. Sorry. Has, I'm starting to think that it was like yeah. an imaginary place that my family was taking me maybe, to every mm-hmm. summer. Maybe your family's in the mob and they just were like, "Yeah, we're in McEwen." No, I went there. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you know what area? Because Tennessee's <laughs> divided into it's eastern, Lee, middle, and Lee, western. Lee, I'm gonna be honest with you. He doesn't know. He doesn't know <laughs> where I'm where I'm in now. Okay, <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. It was okay. it was close to Knoxville. Okay. Hewitt. Forty five minutes. How do you spell that? He doesn't do that. Either. Next question. I don't. <laughs> I don't right. Let's move on okay. from McEwen, Tennessee. Gotcha. <clears throat> All right. So by way of Tennessee, how do you end up in Louisville? So I, whenever I was in like late middle school, I moved to. Jeffersonville, Indiana. And sure. I went to high school at Jeff High. Great state. I'm really sorry. Is it though? Great state. No, it's not. That's all right. Beautiful. For sure. Beautiful For is sure. not the word I would use. I will not say anything. Um, and I, from going there, I ended up going to U of L. Okay. Woo! So yeah, so I went to U of L. Um, then moved away to Los Angeles, California for five years, and then came back here a year and a half ago, two years ago, a year and a half ago. What did you do in LA? So I was at, I was an actor. I was working as a professional actor. No, you weren't. I was. Really? Yeah. Still got my SAG card. I'm, I'm really. In the, I'm in the union. Yeah, I got all that stuff. What yeah. were you in that we would know? Um. So I was in one episode of How I Met Your Mother. Which you? And I was, which one? <laughs> um. I was in the one. 
it was like season eight or seven or it was before they started doing the weird flashbacks that the season before they started doing the weird flashbacks. So and not the I, last season, the previous season, season before that. Season before. You're and not the mother. I'm not the mother. Okay. That is true. And it was an episode where like Ted goes to like uh it's oh it's a season where they're all like making up like reasons that they got in trouble with the law. And, like, so Robin is like, oh, I, like, trashed a hotel room. And Ted was like, oh, I went to prison or whatever. And then, like, later they did the actual flashback. And really, like, Ted, like, just went to a Renaissance fair. And, like, nice. I, the Renaissance fair princess, like, took his photo. You were the Ren fair princess. I was the Ren fair princess. <laughs> See? Check my IMDb. It is true. That's awesome. <laughs> I am absolutely going to check That's IMDb. awesome. No, that's super yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's one thing. You... You come back to Louisville. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you been in or considering being in productions here in town? I would love to. I lack of time. Sure. You know, I I I do miss it a little bit because yeah. I, mean, I love acting and I love performing. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was like I was trying to pursue it so hard as a career that I almost got like a little burnt out. Understood. You know, so, I can't even imagine what that's like. Yeah, it was not. The best. Which is why I'm not doing it anymore. Still love it, but pursuing it professionally is just a different animal. I have a horrifying fear of rejection, and I feel like that that would go really poorly for me. Which is weird, because I've seen you put yourself way out there in ways. Well, it's because I want to make it so clear that I don't care if I'm rejected, that it's like, yeah, it's so Oh, so it's like the overcompensating. But actually having to, like, have your livelihood depend on not being rejected, I could not do that. For sure. I mean, that's why I'm in sales now, you know. So. <laughs> Understood. Nothing wrong with being in sales. Right. All right. There's nothing wrong with that. No, for sure. <laughs> but how do you? But you're a fan of soccer this entire time. Yeah, yeah, yes? yeah. I um, so I played when I was younger. I was really bad, but I mean, when I was little, like I remember watching like the World Cup in '99, the Women's World Cup, mm-hmm. and I just remember being like, "Holy crap!" That's awesome. Like that is awesome. Like I want to be Mia Hamm. I mean, yeah. I was terrible, and I knew I was terrible, but I was just like, this, I want to, like, excel at something. Like, I don't know. I've always been very much a huge fan of women's sports in general, and okay. I think from watching women's soccer, I then started watching men's soccer, and mm-hmm. then just started getting into soccer in general. So, but I, I always loved it, and it was always, like, kind of like a secondary passion. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of once the acting bug, like, kind of just deflated, I'm like, you know what? Like, I think I want to work in soccer now. I kind of want to, like, I'm the kind of person where I have to, like, if I'm, like, not contributing something to, like, a bigger cause, I'm unhappy. So, I don't know. Just That's getting really into, cool. like, That's a That's so painfully noble. Yeah. You're not like that at all. You're not like that at all, Evan. I'm really not like that at all. (laughs) I don't want to contribute anything to anybody. Right. Frankly, I want to fade into the background unless I can have all of the spotlight. Like, that's all I want in this world. So, yeah. That's not me at all. Right. Well, there is a theory, though, that people like that are actually, like, terrible people, so they have to overcompensate in their professional life. So maybe I'm just a terrible person, and I have to overcompensate by, like, contributing to, like, a bigger cause. But I think you combine that with your unwillingness to personally mock goalkeepers, and I'm I'm calling it. Lee's a good person. Right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be the arbiter in this, and I've decided. Congratulations, no. way to go. Thank you, I accept. All right. <laughs> uh, so you say you're a big Mia Hamm fan growing up. Yeah. Uh, there have been a couple of different women's soccer leagues, professional leagues, mm-hmm. that have risen and fallen and risen and fallen. Yeah. A lot like 
USL, NASL, NISA, uh, all of the men's soccer leagues that have been going on. For sure. Was there one of the leagues that you got super behind? Was there a team that you always followed, or was it just... Uh, yeah, I, you know, I really didn't start following very closely, like, the professional leagues, probably, honestly, until, like, the 2015 World Cup, which oh, is kind of okay. sad, but, like, because I really was just, it was very, unless you were really, really looking for it, it was difficult hard to, find. to, yeah, it was hard to consume, mm-hmm. um, so I always just followed the national team, but then I kind of, during the 2015 World Cup, I was like, you know what, I should really just find a professional women's team, so I'm... I consider myself a Seattle Rain fan, and I've nice. been a Seattle Rain fan now for three years. Excellent. Very, very like. And is there a particular reason that you per, you uh, prefer the Rain? My girl Megan Rapinoe. It's really hard not to love Megan Rapinoe. I was gonna say, if it's not Megan Rapinoe, I don't know how to help you. I know. I just I'm a I'm a huge Megan Rapinoe fan. I think that she's so much fun to watch, and I personally I like her as a human being. I love what she like stands for and she's very outwardly spoken on certain issues. And I'm, Likewise. For sure. And I just, I love her and she's just freaking incredible right now. I think she is right now and I am obviously biased. I think right now she is the best women's player in the world currently. Current form, Megan Rapinoe. I think that, I, I think that peak Megan Rapinoe has been perhaps the peak women's soccer player ever. I mean, mm-hmm. And I, I think that Mia Hamm had an incredible long career, Marta incredible long oh, career. Yeah. There have been some incredible women ball- players. I'm not trying to say that uh, that she is better than any of them career-wise. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that her at her best, I'm not sure I've ever seen a women's player who was better. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it's such a fun brand of soccer to watch. Mm-hmm. That's that's really cool. Um, Andy, have you ever watched any women's soccer? Uh, no. And... I've watched U of L women's soccer. Uh, okay. they, they're fun to watch. Admittedly, I have not sure. kept up with really any soccer league other than outside USL. of USL. Yeah. Okay. I'm not ashamed of that. Did you know well, that? I take it back. I'm not ashamed. I already know the answer. I already know the answer to this question, and that's the reason I'm going to ask it. <laughs> Did you know that uh, Lee supports a men's soccer team as well? That is not just Lou City. Did you know that Lee is a brilliant woman? And therefore, Lee, who are you a uh, fan of when it comes to uh, international league play? I'm an I'm an Arsenal fan. Go Gunners! Hell yeah! <laughs> yes. <sighs> Twelve games unbeaten. Yeah, they're playing really well What's right up? now. It's it's I, I was I was bummed they only got the draw against uh, Crystal Palace, but Andy, do you want to do you want to again? Talk? I don't know anything. No, about what you, you're talking about. you don't. You don't want to talk about. I watch. I watch. I watch Louisville City Soccer. You want to talk about Lacazette? Because I really want to spend some time on that. Um, no, no. So you know what? You, I'm happy for you all. I'm happy crazy. that your old team. Yeah. He's just trying to get me to arbiter that he is also a good person. Um, right. how, how do you, how did you end up as a uh, Gunners fan? So I was very neutral. I watched the English, English Premier League and I just liked certain players and I would watch them just because I liked watching it. Um, I then decided my husband and I back in like 2016 we're like we're gonna go on a European trip with our couple friend and we're gonna go to a Premier League game mm-hmm. and so the guy that we were going with was like a diehard Arsenal fan like diehard and we watched all the games with him and he was like we're gonna go so I was like well heck yeah if we're gonna go like let's go to the Emirates so that was my first EPL game I'd ever been to it was 
the Tottenham. It was. Oh my gosh. Got, like, oh my you gosh. You had to go to a North London derby for was, your first game? Yes. That's crazy. And it was unreal. And I think that after that, I was like, oh my God, like I hate Harry Kane so much. Like, yes. I'm an Arsenal fan. Everybody <laughs> hates I Harry like, Kane oh, so I much. I hate this person. Yes. And so it was just like an utter hate because he, he scored a PK. And I think the second half. And I was Which he probably like, oh, didn't even earn. Of course not. Poacher. So, yeah. But, um, but yeah, after that, I was just like, yeah, I'm all in. Let's do this. And so we all we all got we all got tats. She's got the tattoos. she's got, got the she's got the cannon. cannon. Yep. So there you go. So that's my. Where's yours? I don't story. have a cannon. You're the worst. I am. <laughs> You're the worst fan. I am. I'm. I'm a. I'm a shit fan. Uh, no, I, I. You know, I started rooting for them uh, because right when I got. International soccer on TV. Uh, Thierry Henry had just showed up, and yeah. uh, it was really hard not to love those teams for that five years. You oh, get them on the sure. And so, as cool as I think it is that you went, got to go to Emirates, and I mm-hmm. hope one day to get to do that many, many times. Just do it. I only ever wanted to go to Highbury. It was the only thing I ever wanted to see. Yeah. And I just, so we can see them now. They're apartments. Oh, lovely! <laughs> Maybe I could get one. <laughs> yes. um, uh, so, Seattle Rain. Yeah. Louisville City Football Club. Yeah. Arsenal. Is there room in your heart for more soccer, or are there? Are you? Feel, do you feel like? You, and the national teams, I assume. Yeah. yeah. Are you, or do you feel like you're saturated in terms of your uh, your soccer fandom now? You know, I I think those are like my main three. I'm trying to decide what MLS team that I like should root for, and I but I can't ever I can't ever commit. So I, right now, that's just the three. You're leaning towards Cincinnati, I'm assuming. Obviously, <laughs> you, know, you know me so well. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of Cincinnati, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna ask. I got one more question for you, and then I'm gonna hand you over to Andy, who asks a really dumb question every time. But it's it's it's, it's the best. Actually, I am curious your answer to his question this time. Thank you. But um, right. well, okay. Uh, so my question would be, um, you got to experience the championship last year. How does this season feel to you in comparison to the season last year? You know, it kind of... It feels a little bit the same. Yeah. Just because I... I mean, last year was the first time I'd watched this team. Mm-hmm. Because I was not I was not in Kentucky. Sure. Like, you know, I wasn't... I couldn't, like, casually follow. I could, but I didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. But I... I feel like last year, I was like, we could do pretty well. Like, we're number one. Yeah, like, we could a good-looking drop. team. Like, we're pretty good. And then, like, in the playoffs, I was like, we're going to win everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel, like, kind of similar right now. Like, yeah. Where it's like, as soon as Cincy lost on mm. Saturday. And I know, I hate saying God, that. God, it was glorious. I hate giving them any credit. It was but, like, so good. I literally was like, holy crap there it is censoring <laughs> myself i was just like oh my god like i feel i feel very confident right now in honest and i think that we could do i think that i don't know i just have a feeling that we're gonna i just have a feeling we're gonna get the cup here i have a feeling we're gonna get it here and i i don't know why i just feel like some stuff's going in our favor we've had terrible weather this year oh it's my just god like every yeah. like i just need we need something to brew in our favor and i yeah. just have a feeling that we're gonna get the cup here or played here 
I've had a similar feeling the last couple of weeks, like up until the last week and a half, mm -hmm. even not leading up to the first playoff game against Indy, as much fun as Lipask is, uh, the I, I didn't have the feeling until right before the Bethlehem game where it was mm -hmm. like, this is getting exciting. Like this is oh, this yeah. is where the blood. I remember last year just how amped we were for every playoff game, and I feel like I'm just now picking that up this yeah. year. Yeah. And some of that is the joy of having already won it, I think. And the yeah, hey, yeah of course we're in the Eastern Conference Finals. We're, yeah, we always make it to the Eastern Conference Finals for sure. Well, and too, I feel like this year was also just kind of a little stressful for everyone. Yeah, it's been a roller coaster every year. I mean, a lot of stuff happened. Like, oh my gosh, a lot of stuff happened. And I think it's kind of I don't even sharpened <laughs> our resolve. That yeah, you know what I mean. I think we we went through. A really shallow roster, just because of like injuries, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we had our ups and downs. We've been through three different coaching regimes, like, yeah. and now we're playing like, you know what? That's how tough we are. Mm -hmm. That's how good we are. Just feels like we've come out the other side of that. Tough. Yeah, it's like, yeah. This is why we won last year. Yes, agreed. Totally. Andy, if you would, I would. And I will. <laughs> we talk a lot about uh, nicknames, right? Okay. Uh, we call Shantosh Hulk. Okay. Hulk. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. If you ever get a chance if to come down to, to Scouse's house, you would know that. <laughs> or if you came down to Scouse's house, whenever he comes into the game, we get a good Hulk chant going. Yeah. All right. So we call, I mean, I I mean McMahon, we call him McMahon Bun, which doesn't really work anymore. anymore. Cool. Um, Fight Club and Kevin. Fight Club and Kevin, yeah. Sean Francis', Sean Francis. personal okay. nickname for himself is it's Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. It's actually a hilarious story. It's the, most it's the best thing. You should ask him the story, or you should go back and listen to our old podcasts, because right. it's She's delightful. Not, okay. I, 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 My I, question I, is... All of them. All of them are going to listen to you Stay up all 35 night. straight it. hours. Your husband's going to be like, are you serious yeah. right now? Call me to work doing? tomorrow. Please turn it off. <laughs> My question is, if you had to pick a nickname for yourself, what would it be? I think the preface good portion of that is, do you have something that people already nicknamed you? No. Um, what What would you pick? What would I pick? Both. Both of them. A and B question. A and B. I mean, people, I don't, it's difficult having a one-syllable name. People just say Lee. And yeah. It's like if they want to give me a nickname, they say Lee Lee, they lengthen it. Wow. Um, so. That's terrible. I don't know. I mean, I. Uh, if you could be like. The torpedo or something like that. Yeah, like what would you? Yeah. Oh, oh, this is so difficult because I feel like I've honestly had my whole life to think about a nickname, but I've just never had to use one. I understand. I don't know. Maybe something cat related. Nice. Can we call you the claw? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, because no. Listen. So I. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she just got way more excited. Nail on the head, my friend. Than she's I, been about any other part of this podcast. I for two straight months of the last part of the season had pointy claw nails. What? Like, I mean, they were long and like they were difficult to type like, Why? but I, cause I just woke up one day and I was like, you know what? 
I think I want claw nails today. Huh? I just was like, I want to do it. And well, I had I had watched the Lady Gaga five foot two documentary, and she has claw nails. Yeah. And I was mm. like, I gotta. Yeah, it's I like gotta, a thing now, apparently. Yeah, and so and Cardi B has claw nails. She sure does. And so I was like, I'm gonna do it. And so I did it. I finally had to cut them off because you gotta. When you get like acrylics, you gotta like sometimes take them off and let your nails breathe for maybe a couple weeks. Yeah, apparently they're terrible so, for your. They're very bad for your for your hands. Um, but anyway, how is this I'm, not information that I've ever had access to? Yeah, so I I had claws, so I had, like claw nails. So the claw, I like that. Leave the, the, the claw, leave the, the claw. I yeah, love it. I'm just the claw. I'm gonna so change my Twitter handle. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lee the Claw Navis. I did want to ask you one other question I forgot about, and I apologize. Yeah, you're good. How is the indoor soccer team doing for you guys? Oh, no. Oh, man. Which we're, league are you playing in? Uh, so we're in the D League, I okay. believe. Um, we've won one game. Okay. We've tied one game, which was yesterday. Awesome. Um, and we have lost every other game. All right. Um, but we we're getting better. We are the we are the only team though in that league that has not continuously played together. Mm -hmm. So we're we're really finding our rhythm and like yeah. you know whatever. And I we have solid guys and we have pretty solid girls. But I just I just the thing is is I'm not good. At, I don't oh, like I'm, no, no, no. Like, you just got to bring out the claw. Oh like, what position? That. What do you what do you play? Well, uh, so it's co-ed, so all girls like play have forwards, to play forwards. Because it's, uh, it's it's lady but touch. Like, you have to. The girl has to touch the ball before on the goes offensive half of the field. Oh, uh, okay. I don't play. So either. and I just like I can run, I can sprint, but whoo, y'all, my touch is just not strong. I need I need some hey, lessons. All. Uh, if only you yeah. knew, like, professional soccer players who, yeah. in their off-season, spent their time teaching people how to play. This is very true. Uh, All right. Let's see if we can meet some of them for you. <laughs> um, we got to arrange, then, a game for you guys' team between uh, you guys and the Greyhounds, because our uh, our indoor team, not Andy, yeah. Andy doesn't play. Right. Uh, our indoor team is... Uh, I would play. No, you would not. You've been invited, and you've turned us down, so you can stick it. I've had stuff yeah. going on. Well, uh -huh. I've literally had stuff going on. Like, we are working stuff going okay. on well, every like single that. and the thing is if you had me you wouldn't be terrible the greyhounds dropped down a league yeah. recently because uh we realized we'd bitten off more than we could chew in the men's 30 and over league For and sure. instead are now playing in the c league okay our average margin of victory in the men's 30 and over league was about 13 to 1 that was a normal game for us Wait, like you would win? We like, would lose. Oh, you would. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did not do much winning. I think that yeah. in three sessions we managed a win and okay. a tie. Okay. Those were big games. Yo, that's about us. Our first game we lost 12-0. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's run were, of the mill for the Greyhounds. For sure. Okay, all right. So we're very similar. This very. Be very fun you to didn't watch play us. on the front office team this year, did you, in the Wool Cup? No, what was I doing that day? I couldn't. I remember I couldn't play. Mm. I remember, because I remember people telling me, why did you play in all this? See, people have stuff going on. People have stuff going on. Shut up, Andy. It's happening, but it's okay. Dylan Terry played very well. We'll Dylan, that. Is, Dylan is wonderful. Yeah. It, so does fun. he play on your co-ed team? I mean, he does, but he never shows up. Yeah. So, and I hope he listens to this. It, he's it, the team captain, and he's never there for us, so I always he, give him crap. He carried the front office team to a semifinal or to a finals appearance sure. in the Wool Cup. Yeah. 
And also embarrassed McGuffey and I horrendously, just routinely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's really good. He He's is. definitely really good. <clears throat> All right. That, that was my last question. Cool. I just had seen some posts about an indoor team, <laughs> and I thought, I wonder if they're as good as the yeah. Greyhounds. Yeah. yeah. And the answer is... Sounds like yes. Everybody's <laughs> as good as the Greyhounds. Yeah. <laughs> we got to banter a minute, and my banter tonight is very simple and very sincere. Let's talk about ticket sales. Yeah. We've got an expert on ticket sales here tonight. Yeah. It's literally your job. And <laughs> literally my job. <laughs> and as I tend to want to do, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to take a second. I'm going to take a second, Andy. When he says second, he means like 10 minutes. So get comfortable. I'm not doing 10 minutes. Get comfortable, Claw. I don't understand somebody who wouldn't come to this game tonight. Now, here's the thing. If you are listening to this podcast, you're already a Louisville City Football Club fan. I'm not pulling in a lot of casuals on this podcast. I get that. If you're listening to Andy and I, you already come to the games. Mm -hmm. But I want to preach to the choir for a second. And the reason I want to preach to the choir is because that's how you make them sing. Mm -hmm. Choir, bring a friend. For real. Do not skip this game. Do not, oh, well, I've got a function or, oh, you know, my daughter's birthday. They're going to have a sleepover. Don't do that. It doesn't matter. This is not the weekend for that. We're not guaranteed any more games this year. We're not guaranteed any more home games this year. Mm Attendance has been less than it should have been this year through mostly no fault of anyone's. We had garbage weather. Mm-hmm. We had a game on Derby Day. We had a game on Thunder. We had a game that got rained out. We had a game that got snowed out. We got a game that got divided in half. Yeah. We've had garbage luck with yeah. attendance yes. this year. This is supposed to be good weather. It's supposed to be 50 degrees and mostly sunny when this game kicks off. It's supposed to be nice weather. It's supposed to be against a game. Don't say, you know, you can't get your friends interested in this. The last time we played this team, 10 goals were scored. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you cannot keep yourself entertained for a 10-goal game, you can't be entertained by sports. No. Mm-hmm. Come to the game. Bring your friends. Get your ass to slugger because this is the kind of game that it turns people into fans for life. If you've got that friend that you think, man, eh, they've considered it a couple of times, it almost felt like they were interested, buy them a ticket. Call Scouse's house and we'll buy him a ticket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get him in the ballpark because it's going to be an incredible night. Lee, how can they get tickets? You can. <laughs> it is possible. That's a segue right there, you man. You can call uh-huh. 502-LUCITY. L-O-U-C-I-T-Y? Correct. That's convenient. That's easy. You can Go to our website, www.louisvillecityfc.com. I've been there. What a great website. I feel like it's a self-explanatory website, too. Like. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Find us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The ticket link to SeatGeek is on all of our social media. Yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, tickets for this match, the entire lower bowl is $10 in every That's section. That's absurd. $10. $10. Like, there is literally no reason you should not come to this game. And not only not come to this game, I think that there's no reason that you should not literally today, tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this, go to your boss and just be like, boss, yo, let's go after work Friday, buy us tickets, make it an HR expense, do whatever. Make it a team building exercise. Team building Write exercise. it off, man. It, last year we had an insane crowd for this game, yes. and I think that the reason that we won last game because the crowd was so incredible. I so agree. if you want us to win a championship, you have to be there, and you have to get people to be there. So yeah, you got to show up. They and I and I'll say this: 
the team hears us. They hear you. 100%. And they are absolutely, and they've said on the show before, they are absolutely aware yes. and affected by the participation of the crowd. Without so a doubt. come. If you yes. want to be a champion city, again, come to the game. Correct. And you scream your face off. For $10. For $10. Let me reiterate that. Yeah. $10. Yeah. You could go to the Breeders' Cup and not be able to place three three bets for 10 bucks, but you can get 115 minutes of entertainment. Or you can go to the game and still go to the Breeders' Cup on yeah, Saturday not, if you want. You yeah. can do both. It's Make almost it there. There's no reason not to be at this game. No. Correct. At all. If you are even remotely a fan, joy. this is not the time to you be like... Fun. If you are not a fan of oh. happiness... <laughs> I'm feeling a little under the weather. You know, you're gonna. You're, are you going to die? Do you need to go to the hospital? I will bring you. you I will bring you Dayquil or Nyquil or whatever you need. I'll bring it. Just Lee so. will personally put a cold compress on your forehead. I will do it. Come find me. Just get I'm your butt to the badge. game. I'm in there. I got you. But no, I, I know that with Scouse's house that it's been a, a consistent theme of hey, bring somebody to the game, and you know, some weeks somebody does, and some weeks somebody will bring five, and. And some weeks, nobody brings anybody, and it's like, man, it's exactly the normal crowd. I hate when it's the exactly the normal crowd. Yep. Not that I don't love our normal crowd. But this is not the game for that. This is the game to get everybody, because mm-hmm. this is the game that will make people buy season tickets. Yeah. This right. is the game that will get people in their seats for next year. We've got a guy, Chad, who sits with us for most of the games, now stands with us, mm-hmm. who came to the last three playoff games last year. Hadn't been to a game before. Came to the last three. Loved it so much that now he's a season ticket holder. He doesn't miss a game. He doesn't miss a tailgate. He doesn't miss anything. It's games like this that do it. This is the game to bring people to. Definitely. I got a little worked up. As you should. As you should. And, you know, big picture, the better that this team does, like, just in general, Mm -hmm. the better for the city. Agreed. Oh, completely. Right? Like, even if you don't like soccer. And you care about Louisville. If you like the economy you like, in Louisville, you will be there on Friday night. If you work in or near the city of Louisville, especially if you work in or near Butchertown. Yeah. You have no reason not to come to this game. Yeah. Yeah. This is the time. This is when you build crowds. This is when you build fan bases. Mm-hmm. Like Lee said, going to that first game turned her into an Arsenal fan. Like I said, watching them play for a title turned me into an Arsenal fan. Mm -hmm. It's games like this, it's experiences like this that turn, you know, normal, oh, I'm a sports fan, into a Lou City diehard. Mm -hmm. Bring that person who's always been considering it this weekend. Yeah. Bring them. Yeah. Bring them to Scouse's house. Because, man, we are a delight. You could stand behind Andy, who's only 6'5". That's fine. You could stand next to me. If you can push David out of the way. But beyond that, there are other lovely seats in the area. <laughs> um, Lee, I have one final question for you. Yeah. I'm... It's not about ticket sales. Oh, okay, cool. Have you been listening or hearing or reading about any of the concept that Lance and Kevin and Scott and Hackworth have been putting into the world about getting a Lucidity Crest tattoo? Okay. So I actually talked... To some people about this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not down for the... I Here's the thing. I am, if, if Hack and Lance want to do this, if mm-hmm. they're committed, that's awesome. Do you. Mm-hmm. 
I think that if we win, though, I probably will get a tattoo also. See, I love that, but Andy yeah. and I are annoyed now. But it won't be, but it's not going to be a crest. I think that it's just okay. like a commemorative, like, you know, whatever. Maybe just two stars. Two stars. That's yeah. literally what I'm thinking. No, because, because I was here for both of them, and I was, I'm very proud sure, to be a part of as well team. you should be. Why are y'all against this? I don't know. No, no, no. We're, we're, we're super we're not, not against, against it. it. Oh, okay, we're okay, definitely okay, not okay, against okay, it. Okay, 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 okay. We're just annoyed. Okay, we just why want credit where credit is due. Fortunately, oh, we, wait, we have text message <laughs> confirmation about this that I will release at a later date if it's needed. Please, yeah, Andy. We made a deal that if we, with Brad Estes, okay. El Presidente, right. if we go... Two years in a row with the cup. Uh -huh. That the three of us would go and get the crest, like the full, the, the shield. full shield, full shield somewhere. We made yeah. a pact, right? With the two stars, yeah. We would, we would do it. Do it. We made a three bourbon pact. Oh man! And if you make a pact over bourbon, this is Kentucky. Oh, it's the law. Pact over that bourbon, is that's like blood, y'all. So that is blood pact. But then, literally the next day, we make the pact, and literally the next day. Lance and Hack and Kevin and Scott start talking about their uh, their tattoo plans and yes and no and we're definitely and we're not and I don't know man I just feel like suddenly it feels like they're just jocking our style. So this, where do you think that this? Do you think that who is like the who is the leak here? I, I'm I'm I, I you can only assume it's Brad. <laughs> I'm assuming Brad and yeah. I bet Lance picked up on it and decided to make it his to make it run and with Hack. It. God bless him. Wanted to be. I heard Hack agree to it when I Lance think brought that it he's up. He's just a supportive person, and he. Yeah, I think. Know. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. But I think Lance is the mastermind behind this. Right. Okay. Usurping of our idea. Oh. Yeah, we this were the first people the to ever come up with this idea, too. I'm gonna tell you this. <laughs> right. No and one Brad, else in Louisville has ever got a tattoo for a championship. No, and, and it's always right. gone well I when it's happened. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. <laughs> This might be the thing that gets me on Twitter. Yeah. Just to combat this. Just to just to fight, just to push back. Just to combat it. This might be the thing that gets me on Twitter. All right. There's gonna be a line out Wait, the door. Wait, are you door. Not on Twitter? <sighs> it's a it's a consistent uh, no, it's man. a consistent it's argument. A, it started as I'm not on Twitter out of sheer apathy. Right. And then I kept getting asked now about it's it. Stubbornness. And now it's out of spite. I just hold out for as long as you can, because once you get in, if people keep, you're you're a Reddit guy. Oh yeah. And yeah. and I'm yeah. saying that Twitter is so much better than Reddit because you don't have to devote an hour to some of the threads. Oh, it can be oh, can a minute and a half, and you're still getting left yeah. and right. You can mute people. Oh, I live my problem. life with only one rule, and that is try to avoid being blocked by Lee. Like that is it. Mm -hmm. And so now I know not to make fun of tubby goalkeepers on Twitter because right. that's I get blocked. it. Do you really? Yeah, I do. She's ruthless. Now I want to get on Twitter. She's and see ruthless. If I can't get blocked. I don't know if I would. <laughs> no, it'd be easy to get blocked. That's too easy. Right. I want to see how close I can take it right. before I get blocked. For sure, it's uh, it's not very difficult. I just I block people because I. It's not that I'm angry or upset. I'm more. I'm just like. Ugh. Like you know, if you make me sigh, so you're just exasperated. I'm just like, yeah. If you make me sigh a little bit, I usually just uh, block. So there you go. That's all.
Now I'm gonna see how far I can push it. This right. is it. This is it. All right. We managed to once again avoid the two-hour mark, but again by the skin of our teeth. Really. No, that's healthy. That's healthy. All right. All right. This is not in the top five longest pods, so I say no, we've not. done all right. We're good. Lee, you've been a delight. You've been spectacular. Thank you. Thank you. Treasure trove of entertainment and information. Maybe change your choice of purple stuff next time, but we'll we'll. That's uh, everybody's allowed there. Everybody, own yeah, this is America. You can do whatever you want. Just not heroin. All right, and with all that being said, we only ever end our podcasts one way, and that is by saying, "Go, Go City." city.